This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips. I'm your host, Chris Lim. Today, we have with us Adam Reynolds, CEO at Saxo Markets, and we're going to be talking about what the buzzwords of artificial intelligence and big data actually mean for investors. Welcome to the show, Adam. Thank you very much, Chris. Briefly, again, what does Saxo Markets do? So Saxo Markets is a investment and trading platform, or we run an investment and trading platform, so that our clients can access a very broad range of investment opportunities in equities, in ETFs, in mutual funds, in bonds, as well as trading in the foreign exchange, commodities, and futures markets. Now, AI and big data are such buzzwords these days. But what's the state of the art right now that investors can actually use, rather than dreaming about in the future? Yeah, so AI in the investment sphere has a couple of different applications. One is around using AI to create portfolios mm-hmm. and to drive your investment thesis. And there's quite a lot of good companies that do that. They'll help to create portfolios that where the AI looks at the economy and it looks at what's happening in other markets to decide how much you should be overweight one asset class or another asset class or one sector or another sector. And I think that's very, very useful. There's been a lot of work done on that over the last 20 to 30 years. And there's amazing companies that do that, that a retail investor may or may not get access to, the most famous of which is the Medallion Fund from Renaissance Technologies. So that's one side of it. The other side of it really is about people like Saxo Markets, Saxo Bank, who provide information to clients using AI based on what we think is relevant for that client, very much like Amazon does in serving up what books or products is relevant to you when you go onto their platform. You know, when I go onto Amazon, I don't want romance novels served up to me. It's Mm -hmm. going to bore me if I go on there and I've got a whole lot of romance novels. Mm -hmm. But give me some political history or something like that, and that's going to be of interest to me. And they know me through Mm -hmm. my behavior. And that's very much what we're doing more of to try and help our investors to find things that are of interest to them. So how accurate is AI these days in accurately recommending content or tips or whatever it is, strategies to your clients? It's always a great question. The accuracy depends on the amount of engagement a client has with our platform and how long they've been with us Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So if a client's regularly in the platform and comes in and they've been with us for six months or longer, then there's a reasonable chance that we're going to be quite accurate. When they first come in, it takes a bit of time. We've got to do a few different tests to see what they like, what they don't like, see what they're trading. And as long as that history grows, we can see how this new client who has walked in Mm -hmm. compares to other clients with similar attributes. Mm -hmm. And that will make us have a reasonable understanding of what may uh, be of interest to them. So basically, AI is analyzing behavior, so there has to be a history of behavior. I guess that's where the big data comes in. There must be data for the AI to work with in order to more accurately hone its recommendations. Yeah, so the data might be what you put in your watch list. It might be what articles you like to open. It might Mm. be what positions you take. You've taken a position in Apple. It's quite interesting. You might be interested in tech investing. You know, that's a very basic part of it. And when you start to bring more of those attributes about what you invest in, you know, now we see that you're a Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google investor, but you don't do anything in consumer products. We're pretty sure that now you're a very tech-savvy focused on the hot names type individual, that really helps. But the problem with AI is that for some people view it as too much of a black box. I mean, it's something that someone built and then you're not really sure how it works and someone's told you it works and then you have to trust it. Is that a problem for some people you've spoken to or is there a high level of confidence in AI working for investors and your clients? I think there's a certain uh, fringe of people that are concerned about the privacy aspects of AI, Mm. being able to understand too much about someone. 
And yeah, I think that that's a challenge for us and mm. for others to make sure that we don't at all infringe on those sorts of aspects. But we are not tracking where people are for argument's sake or anything like that. We're really just looking at the behaviour someone has within their platform when they're logged in rather than looking at their overall life because that's not something that is of at all of interest to us. If you like Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation about AI and big data with Adam Reynolds, CEO at Saxo Markets. Before the break, we were discussing how AI and big data can help an investor through things like intelligent recommendation, through analyzing behavior, and maybe helping to compensate for some blind spots that someone might have. You might even not realize that you're ignoring a certain sector, and then maybe your recommendation engine can service that to an investor. But maybe you could walk us through a step-by-step guide again for how an investor might go about making the most use of AI recommendations. So say I'm a trader, how should I act on AI recommendations? Well, you brought up the question of blind spots there, which I think Mm. is super interesting because Mm. each trader and investor thinks about their own risk appetite in one way, but actually they may behave in a slightly different way. I think most people think they have a bigger risk appetite in a bull market than they actually do have. And in a bear market, they start getting very concerned. So they have FOMO on the way up and then buyer's remorse on the way down and perhaps don't necessarily recognize those two behaviors in themselves. Mm -hmm. They just think that they have a big risk appetite. And I think that AI can actually help create more long-lasting portfolios for people that they can stay in for longer and that they can understand better. So I think there's an educational aspect to it. You should be looking, because of your behavior, you should really be looking at this portfolio, which has perhaps 35% exposure to fixed income, and which is unlikely to have the same volatility. Even though the stock market's up a lot, yes, you may have missed out on some gains, but in reality, this is what is better for you. And I think that the self-classification is not necessarily as good as an AI at classifying, Mm -hmm. but it comes down to a tricky little question of should the AI overrule you? Well, absolutely not. Or should Mm. it suggest to you that, look, based on your behavior, your probably risk profile may be a little bit more conservative than we have currently got you in. Some of the things we can develop further as we go forward. Well, since the AI is actually analyzing your real behavior and is dispassionate about it, maybe you should trust the AI? Or is it a question of getting people comfortable with that? What is the issue there? Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to be told that they're wrong. Fair enough. And I think also to a certain extent, people do know themselves, of course. And so you've got to sort of step carefully around how you do recommendations with Mm -hmm. people. And a lot of these are things that we don't really have in place in the platform yet, but are Mm -hmm. things that we're looking to develop, Mm -hmm. how we do that, how we recommend portfolios and so on. Mm -hmm. At the moment, the majority of what we do is for self-directed clients Mm -hmm. who choose their own uh, portfolios, choose their own instruments that they want to invest in, whether they're active traders in the FX and futures markets, or whether they're someone who wants to have a static ETF portfolio at a very low cost. That's the majority of people that we have. So it might be for the second person who's got a static ETF portfolio about showing them the best ETFs mm-hmm. for the, that would fit into their portfolio mm-hmm. rather than talking to them a whole lot about what's going on in the foreign exchange market, mm-hmm. whereas the first person is much more interested in the foreign exchange market. And then our third set of clients are people who are looking for help to put Mm -hmm. their portfolios together. And that's where we have some managed portfolios, which Mm -hmm. are self-chosen which managed portfolio you want to be in. But within those portfolios, we have a much better asset allocation profile than people would necessarily make for Mm -hmm. themselves. Ultimately, there are limits to, as you mentioned, your self-classification of your risk profile. You may think that you're a certain kind of investor, but actually your behavior and the rest of your data and your financial position indicates otherwise. 
So I, mean, I guess you need to look for a balance of both where you think you are at and what maybe the experts can evaluate or recommend to you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think you know, if you're not a confident trader, then using the experts to help create portfolios for you does make a lot of sense. And listening to the advice that a machine might give you about where your real risk profile is based on your behavior and sometimes based on answering questions can be very, very helpful. Thanks for sharing all your insights, Adam. Appreciate your time with us today. My pleasure. We've been speaking with Adam Reynolds, CEO at Saxo Markets, and uh, we've been talking about AI and big data and what it means for investors in practical terms. That's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times. That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.